how are you still dating? Like, this is a whole other <laughs> thing. Like, I want to know what people are doing. Like, is Bumble and Tinder just thriving right now with people like being pen pals? Like, I feel like there's a lot of fuck boys out there that are in their glory because they're thinking they're just girls. like, and fuck girls, fair. Uh, they're thinking that, you know, I will just build up this list of people. So when quarantine <laughs> is over, I will just run through them Go one crazy. by one. Just <laughs> fuck them over because I'm a fuck whatever. And they're in their glory. Hey guys. Hey guys. And welcome back to Herspective. How's it going? Living life in quarantine. I know this is the the first official quarantine episode where you and I aren't even in the same place. No, this is you know it's getting super serious and crazy. Yeah. And we have to I guess maybe just apologize for some sound quality issues if there has been because we're doing what we can in these challenging times. <laughs> well, you know, technology has come a long way to even be able to do this. So I'm thankful that we're in quarantine with all of our technological advances like Netflix and phones and social media. Yeah, I know. I you imagine like imagine how would people have done this without it? Like obviously they could, but we're so dependent on anything digital and social and technological that we would probably just run our heads into the walls over and over again or something. <laughs> or we'd actually have to like learn a skill or be productive for <laughs> forage for nut and berries I, I was just thinking that all the farming would get done and <laughs> but you know it's funny um and I just this just came to me now but I'm having a hard time really staying you know motivated and productive all day when we're like really stuck inside and, and not being able to do much and I just realized that's because all the time like a lot of people's spare time are usually spent doing things like scrolling or watching Netflix and now because normally we're working or working out or doing our hobbies and doing our responsibilities so now I think we're having a hard time well or me specifically is having a hard time not doing that because all of my time is like that now you know what I mean yeah you're spent wasting your time aimlessly <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, I, yes. So, what I decided to do was finally learn how to speak French via Duolingo. Excellent. <laughs> but I love saying things on the podcast because then I feel like it keeps me accountable. Although, I feel like I have made these striking statements in the past and nobody has checked in on them. So, maybe the, this will be one in of those. Including me. I like to think. Yeah, I know. You never once follow up on all my declarations. <laughs> so maybe you should start with this one and make sure I actually learn French. That's my goal for the quarantine time is to actually hold you accountable. <laughs> so if I don't come out of this quarantine bilingual, then we have real problems, both of us. <laughs> have you learned anything yet? Can you say anything? I can. I, I would prefer to not. 
Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll circle back with you in a couple of weeks, okay, and yeah. I would. more confident. I expect a full sentence. Okay. Well, I can do a full sentence. It's just embarrassing, like saying the accent. Anyways, yes. Well, we know that you're great at Bye. accents, though. You're you're really skilled in the <laughs> accent department. <laughs> Is this a reference to Dr. Phil's accent? And their Irish accent that's actually Scottish. <laughs> oh, yeah. I unfortunately do too many. I've done too many accents on this pod, and I'm sorry, everyone out there. <laughs> anyway, I think today um, we wanted to talk about um, dating and social captivity, but we wanted to kind of like put the positive spins on everything, too. Yeah, of course. I mean, there is definitely both positive and negative. Uh, before though we get into it, I do want to shout out our amazing sponsor and Tamo Pleasurables. They are exactly what you need while being isolated and in quarantine with their amazing selection of massage oils, personal lubricants, uh, essential oils, and the pelvic pain relief oil. So if you head over to their website and order all of it, and enter the code HERSPECTIVE20 <laughs> at checkout. You will get 20% off your entire order. So you know we highly recommend these products and we love everything about the brand. And really, what else are you doing right now? Stay in, yeah. rub one out, get rubbed down, and out. be happy. <laughs> get rubbed out. <laughs> get rubbed out. <laughs> And if you're experiencing no, any pain, put on some pelvic pain relief oil. Specifically pelvic pain. Specifically, yeah. <laughs> well, no, you can put it on the back. If you, like, stubbed your toe and broke it, like, put on the pelvic yeah. pain. You know what? It probably would help with that. You know what? It wouldn't hurt. It okay? doesn't hurt. Anyway, so, yeah, check them out. www.intamopleasurables.com. Use Herspective 20 at checkout for 20% off. And back to the show. <laughs> da, 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 back at it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, we kind of wanted to cover um, the positives about the quarantine in, like, a way that I think is going to keep us sane as well. <laughs> well, I, in times right? like this, you really do just kind of have to laugh. I mean, there's so much yeah. seriousness there's so much to worry about. This isn't a joke, obviously. Like, this is literally a global pandemic. Um, and it's tragic and it's sad. And there's a lot of unknown. And we're all experiencing this for the first time. This is not something we've all been through before. So it is scary to kind of just not know what's going to happen or when things are going to go back to normal. But if you don't have humor in times like these, then what do you have? So we hope that we bring a little bit of humor uh, for those yeah, that listen. Yeah, we amuse ourselves. And we know we do to us. <laughs> At the very ourselves. least. <laughs> but, but one thing... Yeah, at the very least. But one thing that we thought about a lot since yeah. it started is dating life. Yeah, right? so like, obviously... What are people um, doing now? There are... It's funny. I saw a meme that said they were on two... They'd gone on two dates and then they had to quarantine because they, I guess they found themselves together on their second date and now they're like living together. And it's so funny. We were thinking about how the quarantine and the lockdown and the social distancing would really affect relationships 
old, new, and and all that's in between. Yeah. Well, it has to. I mean, I'm in an, I hate to say old relationship. Yeah, yeah no, you're an I'm oldie. in a marriage. Yeah, yeah or, or that. I think they so, call it AKA that sometimes. marriage. <laughs> I've heard a bit referred to as that before. I don't know. It's a strange foreign term. Yeah. <laughs> Who makes these words? I don't know. From a time long ago. Yeah, time yonder. <laughs> Yes, you're in a marriage. <laughs> I guess we should I mean, call him your husband. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that guy that I found sitting on the yeah. couch, he seems nice. We sometimes talk <laughs> about him, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, how are you finding it affecting your relationship? Um. Well, one of the things that is nice is that I can. Like, really let myself go. What's he going to do? Where is he going to go? Nowhere. Well, he's kind of, he has to accept know, me in all my greasiest hair glory. Yeah, he kind of did make that vow, didn't he? I guess he really didn't expect it to come to a pandemic, but... In sickness and in health, in <laughs> yeah. pandemic, and in isolation. Yeah. Um, sweet, let's go back, because I'm not glazing over that gem that I just heard, the greasy hair. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's a thing. <laughs> oh, I and I'm not someone who gets greasy hair like it takes quite a bit. So I I'm not even sure like how many days had passed. But like when I took out the elastic, my hair just stayed in place. And <laughs> solid. <laughs> it just and it was so stringy. It just looked wet. Actually. That is my favorite. I, well, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. Is my furthest Thing from a favorite when I see that in public on people, um, the greasy. Hair I look. know. I wonder about those people. Like, did you not look in the mirror? Um, have you not touched your head at any point in the last five days? Like, the it's grease not even is about that. It's about dry shampoo is eight dollars. Like, there literally is no excuse. And I get it, okay? I sometimes find myself walking out the door. I'm like, ooh, I shouldn't have gone that extra day. But I do carry a can of Batiste in my purse, in my desk, <laughs> just in case. Because that's one of my things that I hate. I hate it. Well, I've never seen you have greasy hair. so I, I know. Think you're either, I guess because you're using dry shampoo often. So good well, for you. It's not, it's not all the time. But, like, I just don't ever want to be caught... Because, I don't know, like, you know, some people, like, would never walk out of the house with ratchet nails. Like, I don't give a shit about that. My nails are never done. But greasy hair, I'm like, oh, I hate it. <laughs> I also have ratchet nails right now, too. Well, everyone does. You're not alone there. Yeah, I, it's just quarantine and me don't mix. Like, I appreciate doing my hair, doing my makeup, putting on nice clothes. But when I don't have to, I just won't. And... It's it's not a good look. It's not pretty over here. Well, you know what's funny is even me, I rarely see you not like done to the tits, like all like hair accessories. You know what I mean? You know me, I'm a little bit more casual, but you're always done. So it's kind of funny to think that you aren't <laughs> done up. Just done. Yeah, I'm starting to just gross myself out now at, the, at now at this point though. Like I need I I've decided I sh to shower. So I showered yesterday. And I did that. my hair, 
and I put some makeup on and I wore clothes other than leggings or pajamas. So no, but that, that, start, that restarts the trend of the new the next five day yeah. anything. So <laughs> just restarting it. Yeah. Like let's yeah. not let's not jump to any like crazy talk here by saying that 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 you is gone. That you is still very in the near future going to be back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a five day timeline. And a good little rotation. The reason I showered is because my head was just actually getting itchy. From the grease, I think, or dirt. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Sweat, all of the too. above. That it, that itchy. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyways, okay, okay, okay. So, in staying theme, the positive here uh, mm-hmm. of greasy <laughs> is let's be creative. I like to say that at least your hair and your scalp was able to recoup some of the the good natural oils that you've been missing every time that you, you know crazily strip them when you shampoo when you you adhere to society's standards of hygiene right so so lucky your head so there since there's no more society i have no more hygiene (laughs) so your head's been getting really good and oily so that's that's a good thing yeah i guess no but it's true um there it's really like I found to be a goal of mine to look as gross as possible at all times. I've never really before wanted to wear the same outfit for several days on end, but for some reason I'm literally striving to accomplish that. So a word. Yeah, for that. I think there's a new level of like ratchet each girl is striving for. Like it's almost a competition now. Like how greasy can you get? <laughs> how unibrow can you go um like just dirty clothes because you've like dropped your third bowl of ice cream on them i don't know but what's your like snack that you're like gorging out on because obviously like for some reason diets and any sort of other well-being is out the window as well so what are you what is your like go-to right now oh what isn't my go-to right I now know. it's pretty embarrassing um i've <laughs> eaten a large bag of mini eggs washed down by half a bag of M&M peanut butter thingies uh, followed by chips oh yeah I almost ate a full bag of uh, like big bag of chips yesterday full oh I've already done that many times like I've been flat out gluttonous well this is what I past almost two weeks you know when you eat almost the whole bag aside from like the little crumbs and you like roll the bag up because you're like enough like I have control and you realize that you've eaten well more than like seven eighths of the bag. But anyways, <laughs> I was at this moment yesterday when this was happening. I'm like, what is going? Like, what we're in quarantine, so now I've given up on like legit life. Since when do I eat six square meals a day? But literally, that's what I look forward to. So like every hour or two hours once i've digested a bit i'm like okay what's next like because i'm bored i'm fucking bored yeah but well yeah you're not hungry you're bored no no so and i'm sorry six square meals like yeah oh yeah yeah there's time in the day for six (laughs) this is what jail is like no jail can't leave normal three and you get three square meals and like an hour of outside time we go in the yard for an hour in the yard (laughs) Literally. We get our three square meals. 
<laughs> and the rest of it, we sit in a room. Yeah, literally. With nothing to do. Well, at least we have Netflix and a lot of, like, quarantine memes to keep us occupied. Yeah, and I, I mean, I have to say I am fortunate that I'm still working right now. Uh, yeah. So is Justin. Uh, we work from home, obviously, but we are fortunate enough to have jobs. So I am grateful for that. And I do need to just share some appreciation because I do re- realize that this isn't everybody's situation right now. And I really do feel for those that are in a different under under different circumstances. And I know that, you know, everybody is facing some challenges um, and they don't know when that's going to change. So uh, I just pray that everything is going to work out sooner than later and life can resume as normal. But I do want to say like, I'm a, yeah, I do in these kinds of situations. What else are you going to do? Well, I guess put good vibes up to the universe. Well, yeah, I do that. It's all the same thing. (laughs) Okay. Um, Um, No, you're absolutely right. It is. It can be like a really scary time for a lot of people. Um, You know, the layoffs are real. Uh, This is, for me, I, I was laid off and this is the first time I've ever applied for EI and, you know, I'm very grateful that we have that opportunity. So yeah. I guess uh, yeah. this is, you know, something that I've been looking forward to is being able to, to share this, uh, you know, do an app with you and, and have some sort of distraction and, you know, stay productive in this way. Yeah, it is uh, nice that we have an outlet. That is a positive that yeah. we have this outlet, this platform to talk about it. And we're here for people too that, you know, if they just want to have a distraction, throw on a perspective episode. There's tons of great ones, lots that are actually just straight funny, silly, but then there's also the ones that are really interesting and informative as well. So we yeah. got you covered. Yeah. If you haven't listened to all of them, catch the hell up. Yeah. Seriously. What else are you doing? Nothing. Obviously. Yeah. Well, obviously, they're just <laughs> Netflix and chilling. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm doing mostly Netflixing. No, no chilling. Less, less of the chilling. I know. Literally, everyone is Netflixing. Um, and I don't know about you, but I'm just finding myself so tired from doing nothing all day. So there's no time it's to exhausting. chill either. I, it really is. I've never <laughs> slept so much in my life. I'm going to bed early. I'm waking up late. I'm napping. I don't even nap. I'm not even a napping person. And I can't. Having a nap. Yeah. Having naps on your naps. (laughs) Yeah. Before my afternoon walk, I feel like the elderly. Like, it's insane. (laughs) My my several meals a day. And like, oh, God, it's crazy. No, I'm not good without structures. This isn't really agreeing with me. So I'm really trying to stay positive and and do better and learn French. Well, creating your own routine is, is a good start. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Netflix, though, uh, I feel like we can share some of our favorite shows or movies or documentaries that yeah. are on right now. Um, late what to the game, watching? but yeah, I just finished Love is Blind. I know everybody <laughs> and their mother had already seen it. Um, so I, I, I secretly watched it. I didn't tell anybody I was watching it because I didn't want people to tell me anything about it. I wanted to find it all out for myself. I didn't look at anything on social media. Um, so it was a good one, though. Like, I really enjoyed it. It is a little bit more, like, low budget than some of those other kind of dating reality shows. But I actually appreciated that. I found that it made the people more authentic. And I appreciated that 
it didn't really come across like any one of them was trying to be so extra and loud and outrageous to try and be the star of the show on all those shows there's always somebody that's just like ridiculously yeah. obnoxious and you're just like oh my god you're such a try hard like we well, get it like, you want to be a star yeah they're like the villain-esque type but this show yeah. still had that in in obviously jessica yeah but like i wouldn't say she was a villain i think and that's what this is the other side that i found interesting though is that like you see how people really are like all of those characteristics all of those traits and personalities those are real like I know people that exhibit the same kind of behaviors and like would do the same kind of things um so it was interesting to kind of be able to point out where you can see how they are unsuccessful or successful in relationships and yeah I don't hate on that like I get it the first person that I was drawn to as well was Barnett I guess I have a type yeah, physically, yeah. No way, he was not my type at all. Well, I know that. Well, I know. My type, you'll be surprised to see which one I liked. And just, this is just like, you know. Will I go? Will yeah, I be surprised? I don't surprised. think you'll know. Guess. Uh, Mark? No. Not that crazy. I don't know. Cameron? I, I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah. Are you surprised? I liked him too. I liked him He's too. He's super cute. And, and obviously... I loved Lauren. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, although uh, I I thought for sure they were gonna spoiler alert. Just so everyone knows, if you haven't seen it, it's not like you should go run and watch it. Just so you know, also. But, anyways, I didn't think that they would gonna they were gonna get married. Um, I just want to go back to your point that um, you thought that it was a little. Oh, sorry, you thought that it was pretty authentic. Um, in terms of not so much. Um. It wasn't you know, dramatized. Like, yeah. But I do want to say that I really believe it was it was quite clear that the producers or whoever the hell, probably Nick Lachey himself. No, I'm just kidding. It's like he literally <laughs> stepped in for the first episode and bounced. But anyways, um, they definitely knew who to like make sure their glass was always full, aka the drunk girl. And you know what I mean? It's like they kept her really, really drunk. So they knew she would kind of make her own scene without even like yeah. having to cause drama, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's got to be entertainment to the show. Yeah. Like there has to be some kind of shit disturber, troublemaker, drama a little bit. But like all I meant was they just didn't go over the top. Like we've all been that drunk. We've all been that girl that yeah, is like she was hanging like that- off a guy. 10 times you know what I mean and it was sad because really I thought for a 34 year old woman like get it together like that's the only thing I didn't like about her obviously I really felt she redeemed herself in the reunion like coming out there and being like yeah I fucked up legit took a year to like self-reflect and change my ways so uh, applauds like to her but oh god I was just so embarrassed I thought like a 34 year old would come in you know show these 20 somethings how to be mature about kind of an immature dating scene and she just like really didn't yeah but I felt for her a little bit because she's 34 like I feel like that would have been a really hard place to be in with people everybody's younger than you and she like struggled with her choice and tried and tried 
But at the end of the day, she became true to herself and realized like, I can't take this guy down this path with me that I know isn't authentic. Like I don't really want him. And she could have gone through with it just for the show. And she didn't, which was also probably for the show. But anyway, I, do I don't want to say, like completely debrief Love is Blind right no, now. We don't just, need I to do that. Gonna, but. No, it's hilarious that we're even getting this far because bottom line is the show is stupid. <laughs> it's about a, a whole bunch of beautiful people wondering if they can fall in love based on no looks. Like, you know, you're going to get somebody good looking regardless. It's not really oh, that big no, of a risk. <laughs> I disagree. They were not all beautiful people. I mean, well, they're not ugly I mean. people. And who am I to judge? But they weren't what we see on a lot of other reality shows. Like, well, yes, physically, all... like body type, they're all pretty fit. But yeah. face wise, like they are not your Instagram model type people. Not all of them. I mean, Amber She's cute, but I didn't find her like striking at all. Even Jessica, pretty much the only one I thought was quite beautiful was Lauren and Giannina. Oh, yeah. And I thought the guy that she ends up with, I can't even remember his name, Damian. was not attractive. Damien, yeah, that's it. No, but he's anyway, not, okay. but you know what I mean? They're all like society. But speaking yeah. of society and whatever. They just seem like actually real people, which I appreciated. Okay, but I want to go into somebody who is really oh god like speaking of like society's uh standards of attractive this is the opposite this man has literally kind of traumatized me have you started watching the tiger king yet um obviously (laughs) is this guy like speaking of entertainment is this guy not uh, like you know what did it for me is when he walks into his own gift shop Selling his albums, selling his lube. I'm like, what <laughs> his the fuck albums, is happening? Though. His albums. Did you hear his song? They played a snippet yes. of it. I like. This, yeah, I'm only like three joke. episodes deep or four episodes deep. I can't remember now, but I'm hooked. I'm totally love it. I think it's amazing television. Um, <laughs> they 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 couldn't add any more twists into this friggin' crazy world of large cat ownership (laughs) what like first of all large cat ownership second of all i feel like this and i'm not even into it i fall asleep like i literally and i probably won't put it back on because i'm like this is just fucking ridiculous but as from what i gathered there's two farms you know doc whoever the hell that guy weirdo is and joe exotic and then this broad carol who like hates them for also doing the same thing she also has a large cat farm like I'm not even she sure also why she maybe murdered her husband and fed him to the tigers. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't even know what's going on there. So then, anyways, and this you like, I really believe Joe feels good about like his look and everything. Like, and I think that's authentic to him, which is hilarious. Because <laughs> it's like, what feel is that going he on? Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's shocking because it's like your mullet, your husband. Like, what is happening? Husbands. Here? He has but, two. Yeah. Well. I don't even want to get into that. Like, Okay, don't spoiler alert that either. We're just listing the stuff that we're watching quickly. We're supposed to be getting through this so we can actually start okay, the show. Yes, sorry, we're uh, bored. The other, episode, or the other <laughs> show that I love is Living With Yourself. Um, Paul you Red is one behind. of my favorite actors. I know, but I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't have time for that. So that's why I have time now that I can't leave my house. But... Uh, Paul Rudd's one of my favorite actors. I love him. I find him very attractive. 
And the show's good. Like, I do wish it was a little bit funnier. Like, it's a little drier than yeah. his normal stuff. And he's so good at comedy. But yeah. it's dry and it's sarcastic. And I appreciate what the show is. I'm I'm so new into it. So don't tell me anything. Um, and that's it. That's what I'm watching. Okay. The only thing I will say really quick is, guys, go. You, if you want stand-up comedy, Go watch um, Bert uh, Kerr, blah, blah, blah. I forget. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. Anyways, he has three specials on uh, on Netflix. And the last one, uh, the third one is Hey Big Boy. Fucking hilarious. We literally had to pause it so we could to laugh. Like, it was so good. So, go see that. Um, maybe we will just do an episode on Netflix reviews. Because apparently we have all the time in the world to do that. But uh, you're right. I think we should... Um, I guess just take the positive from Netflixing all the time is that we're really getting our money's worth for our Netflix subscriptions, especially all of those, those uh, really annoying increases going from like seven bucks a month to like fourteen ninety nine. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. So this episode, we wanted to just really get into like what dating is like during a global pandemic. Um, And, you know, how it is affecting relationships or could affect relationships, how people are dealing with being in close quarters all the time, Um, even if it has only been like a week or two weeks for some people, maybe longer, maybe shorter. But it's really amazing how you can start to learn so much more about someone when you thought you knew everything about them already or you know, is it making or breaking relationships? Like, are people thinking like, oh, we're in the honeymoon stage. Oh, it's so great. Like, we'll be together. We'll stay in our room all day and Netflix and chill. And then you realize like, I fucking hate you. I can't stand you. I don't want you. Like, I don't like how you breathe everything about you. I'm not obviously in that position, but I just can imagine like there must be so many different arguments coming up or people falling deeper in love which I hope is happening more than not well as a person who is you know technically in the new relationship category of this um I can say that it's a fucking roller coaster yeah and well I mean the thing for you guys though at least you don't live together so you get to have that break if you need it you have your place he has his place and you can choose, yeah. you know, where to spend the time. Yeah. But you don't have to, like, commit to paying rent together. No. And we're not, point. like, as I would call it, stuck together <laughs> as nicely as that sounds. But you know what I mean? Um, and, and the good thing with that is, too, we, what we've been doing is kind of going back and forth. It's good that we started the quarantine um, together. So then, like, you know, at least we weren't, like, separated and, and then had to stay separated throughout through it so you have a a companion throughout it but no it's it's definitely you know it's like you know when you get to go away on vacation and you and you really get to know your partner um they always say if you really want to get to know somebody vacay with them it's like this except we're missing the beautiful vacay yeah all the fun of the vacation The endless cocktails and the sunshine and warmth and beautiful (laughs) pools and beautiful tropical climates. Yeah, no, it's all the best parts of the world, except you don't, uh, 
you don't get that part and we're yeah. like locked in the house. <laughs> um, so I guess you could say the positive is you really get to know your partner. <laughs> Do you feel like you're really getting to know your partner? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So like I say, roller coaster, like every, you know, it's great, great, great. And then all of a sudden it's like a fight will happen. And we had a fight today because we're like, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Like we don't fight yet, but yes, now we do. Like, you know, we're fast forwarding everything, but. Yeah. And I think probably like the fighting could be exacerbated because of the frustration of being like locked up. I know that that's happening in my relationship. It's like, there's not really anything that we're actually annoyed with each other about, but it's just like you're annoyed in general. Like you're annoyed yeah. that you can't just like go over to the mall. You're annoyed that you can't have any like direct retail therapy. Like, yes, I know you can order stuff online, <laughs> but it's not the same. And that's something that I really need in my life is retail therapy. Um, I'm annoyed that I can't go to my gym anymore. So all those little like annoyances come out in the form of arguing with your partner because you need someone to like take it out on. Well, and, okay, side note, I think it's hilarious that, you know, I thought you were going to say, it's annoying when you don't have, like, a, the outlet for your own space, but you you went straight to retail therapy as if that is, like, the obvious choice. Like, there's just no retail therapy. Clearly, that's your go-to. Um, it is my was, go-to. I clearly, like, <laughs> most people just want, like, you know, space or whatever. It's like, no retail therapy. But anyways. Um, well. I do have space. Like, luckily, we have a house and we have enough rooms and floors that we can be separated for a time if we need to. Like, even since we're both working from home, we have an office and one of us takes the office, one of us is in the living room. So it's nice that we can be separated. Um, well, but- yeah, that's that is very fortunate, but it's still in the house together. And yeah, you know, for sure. And, and I don't know how people girls. are. Well, I think that would get pretty annoying also. I couldn't do that. I mean, maybe if I was like 21 again, but no, no. not seeing them at all. Like, I, oh, seeing them. Sorry. I thought you said living with them. See, this is the problem. No. We're not face to face. Yeah. Well, actually, and we're lucky. This is what, where technology really, really comes in. And we're so lucky. Like tomorrow is one of our girlfriends. Ber- oh, birthdays. I, don't, I thought we were giving away the surprise, but by the time this comes out, we'll already have done this. But we're surprising yeah. her. I Yeah, sorry, I just stopped on my track. Like, oh, shit. Um, but we're surprising her with a birthday, because we're supposed to all go away this weekend, and we can't. Um, so we're all surprising her with a, a, a FaceTime, a group FaceTime with the girls. So at least we're lucky enough to have that priority, or sorry, that option, and and I've been making it a priority where I'm FaceTiming my friends so much more often, and it's nice to have that ability to connect with everyone because you have the time, and and unfortunately, you know, in our busy lives, we don't get the opportunity to talk to our friends and all of them all the time. We have to, we have, unfortunately, that becomes a part of the back burner, I find. Yeah, I mean, it is true. Like, I'm genuinely reaching out to people to ask like how are you are you okay like I'm I want to check in on some friends in particular to just make sure like they're good you know there's not a ton I can do to help but at least I can be here for you and I totally have time to talk and so that is something that's really important too while we're going through this is to be there for your friends um, because we do get caught up in the whole like quick text here quick text there 
rarely a phone chat, maybe once in a blue moon, you actually have time to grab a drink or go for dinner. But like now you can actually spend some quality time speaking to people or FaceTiming, whatever, and just actually being there. Um, I think that, you know, we do try to be there for our friends anyway, but life does happen. Life does get in the way. Like I have children I, we all have full-time careers, like everybody does. So it's just a good time to like really reach out to those friends and make sure like everyone's good. Yeah, no. And, and that's good. So at least we're, I, I can say confidently like coming out of this with maintained friendships so it's like it's it's hopefully that the, our relationships will be able to survive the the and it's funny because all the time change is just more time spent together and like who doesn't want to spend more time with their loved ones but it's hard when no but that's the thing that shows you yeah. that you know everybody does talk about quality time especially as a family and it does show you for some people and everybody's different of course but like someone with my personality I'm definitely good on my own like I really enjoy my alone time I enjoy my own company I always have since I was a kid like the way I grew up my parents worked evenings so I did have a lot of time by myself and I was very comfortable with that and I grew accustomed to it so I am somebody that really does need their space like I think I'm actually considered an extrovert introvert or introvert extrovert I'm not sure but I am you know, on the surface, people would think like, oh, you're so, so social and you're really like someone who's out there all the time, which I can be. But I love, love being alone. I love just being in my bed and reading or watching TV. So it's it is nice to be home with my kids more than I have been because of my job. But I at the end of the day, I like need to go off and close the door and like be by myself. I don't want my husband around. I don't want my kids around. I don't really want anybody around. I just want to be able to do my own thing and not be bothered. So I wonder like for other people that have that kind of personality, if they're how they're handling it, because if you are living in a condo or you're living in a small apartment, or maybe you're living with a group of people, like, how are you getting that kind of alone time, like that outlet for yourself and are people respecting that you need that do people even know because I don't think that's something that people generally like express or not like and by the way I'm super into being by myself so leave me alone like (laughs) oh that's the hard thing like we have a lot of things on the go so I think it's super hard to be like oh I can't tonight I have this dinner I can't tomorrow I'm working later I can't on this weekend because I have you know this event but it's hard to be like Oh, well, I guess I, I am free that, that day on Thursday, but that's supposed to be planned. You, you know, like you kind of anticipated that would be your alone night. And it, and it, that doesn't really, it's not really an excuse that's validated or, you know, valid. It's yeah. hard. And it, it, people don't accept that. Well, some people do, some people don't. But like I said, it's something that if you haven't like flat out expressed to your core group or your partner to say like, this is my, I have this characteristic or this personality trait where I really need my alone time. Um, they don't know that. So you like no one's psychic. You can't just assume that they're going to like, just know that you need to do that and give you that space. Like, I, my husband is someone who's very, very affectionate and somebody who doesn't have that same personality type. Like he wants to be close knit all the time. And well, I mean, he does like appreciate his like alone time too, but like not the same way I do. And he's aware we've been together for 11 years, 
But it's still something that like he isn't super like accustomed to because I don't always get that option. Like it's like, okay, the kids are in bed and time to tidy up and all the things. So we're still kind of all together. Like we're milling around the house together. And then, you know, you just sort of fall into the couch or you get into bed. So I don't always get like that real quality alone time. And I notice in myself that when I don't like I my personality changes, like I get very irritable. And that's when I know like, okay, I need to walk away and I need to just go like, shut it down for a minute. I know. So I think that is the um, I guess that would be one of the issues with, you know, old new relationships. This is still personality things. But I think typically when you're not confined to a, a space, you do have those outlets, whether or not this is an older new relationship, you still are able to um, kind of take what you need as a person within that relationship. Um, so I, I really do think that this would be, you know, when you know someone so well and you think that like nothing would surprise you or you can kind of navigate in your like pretty solid in your role in your relationship but I think this would still create new ground and for for people even if they've been together for several years you know what's crazy is uh, this is something that I thought would be hard so my parents they've obviously been married for a million years and they've been self-quarantining and I talked to my mom uh the other day and I said are you and dad ready to like kill each other she's like not at all it's fine I'm surprised by that, but I guess, I don't know, some people um, really can can enjoy each other's time together and some people, it's harder. So, I don't know. Yeah, my mom's still working because um, the job that she's in is considered uh, essential service right now. Um, so, she goes into an office with just one other person. No one else comes in or out. Uh, thank God, um, right now anyway, uh, three days a week. And then my dad, he's retired but I keep wondering, like, when one of them is going to off the other. My mom will, like, poison my dad or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. This is, like, their nightmare. Like, being holed up in a house <laughs> together. Like, this is my parents' nightmare. Okay. Um, let, they've, let been, they've been together that. for over 40 years. And yeah. it's yeah. a wonder that they're it's still alive. Like, they, know. they haven't <laughs> killed one another yet. But yeah. I respect that. And it, it's like, okay, well, like here's maybe an opportunity to try and re-like each other. I don't know. but <laughs> No, yeah, and I want to say, let me preface this, because, you know, my parents have been together almost as long as yours, and they're the same. So I just want to, like, they're, they're good this week, but literally it, it has only been a small amount of time in the grand scheme of things. So we'll check in. This is another thing we can check in on. <laughs> yeah, we'll Actually, let you know if either of our parents are buried in the backyard yeah. in the next week or so. Update. <laughs> everyone's dead (laughs) we're orphans again we laugh but (laughs) we love our parents and we hope nobody neither of them or any of them get sick uh but just back to my point about like isolation each other (laughs) oh obviously me too (laughs) oh (laughs) me too (laughs) you just went super dark there Killing each other is fine. Murder is great. Death from the virus is crossing the line. (laughs) Too dark, too dark, and too soon. Um, (laughs) Very too soon. (laughs) 
Anyways. <laughs> but just on the point of like from a relationship standpoint, I think if you are somebody who has like very specific personality traits or like needs, uh, it is the time in these situations that you do want to be like really upfront with your partner and say, hey, I'm someone who really needs to take an hour and like close myself off. I don't want to be disturbed. Like I just need to be alone with my own thoughts or just alone, whatever it is that you need to do. Read, watch TV, draw, I don't know, play an instrument, whatever it is that you need to do. Like it's okay to tell your partner, like I need this. Like we're all dealing with a lot of stress with this situation. This is what I need. And then ask them what they need. Like how can I help you, you know, just be less stressed out, be comfortable, like deal with the situation? Do you need alone time? Or do you need to like spend an hour just really like talking about stuff? So I think it's important that if you are in a relationship, whether it's old or new, that you kind of express what your needs are, because people aren't psychic, they're not going to be able to know. Well, and okay, and so we're, yes, you're right. And but and we're talking mostly about relationships. But like, what about like, like dating, like people who aren't in relationships, who are single, who aren't like taking time off, you know, but who are actively still dating. Well, how are you still dating? Like, this is a whole other (laughs) thing. Like, I want to know what people are doing. Like, is Bumble and Tinder just thriving right now with people like being pen pals? Like, I feel like there's a lot of fuck boys out there that are in their glory because they're thinking and fuck just girls like, and fuck girls fair uh they're thinking that you know i will just build up this list of people so when quarantine <laughs> is over i will just run through them go one crazy. by one just <laughs> fuck them over because i'm a fuck whatever and they're in their glory no, they're they're probably not like you know. Give them the benefit of the doubt. They're probably not saying I'm gonna fuck them over. They're probably just thinking I need to fuck. So all y'all will do. Um, but no, it's true. I I wonder if like oh, I wish you know what we should do is we should go and pull up. Um, not that our partners will be very happy with that, but pull up a uh, a a profile and like do some renaissance. Or what's it called? Not Renaissance. Renaissance. <laughs> Reconnaissance. I need to talk to more people. I think. <laughs> I need you need work. to read a book. Yeah, I need, you need a, a read. dictionary. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Some reading. Yeah, we sh- we could do I some uh, a social experiment. Yeah, and and I wonder, like, you know, how all the non-essential services are being shut down. Does that include are they are these sites like shut down and people are laying low, or are they running rampant and like super busy because? I wonder if, like, this would be the time that you want to talk to people and, like, have those connections. And, you know, for all those people that love to pen pal, although I don't, I've heard of this, but I don't really know who the fuck would actually want that. But those pen pals that want to just chat and, you know, even get an ego boost when you know you're sitting in bed with eyebrows out to here and fucking nails growing out. You know what I mean? Like, when you're looking the grossest, you can reminisce on all your past beautiful pictures Selfies. of your profile. Yeah. <laughs> get your ego boost where you can because you're not getting it out in public well I think people that are quote-unquote pen pals are in their glory right now too because this is the opportunity for them to connect with however many people and be like oh you know it's so great talking to you I can't wait to meet you one day or I 
when this is all over, like it'll be so nice to finally meet, but they don't actually have any intention of meeting. And I think that's kind of like something that people should try and look out for. I don't really know how you can determine the signs because you actually can't meet them. So if you were pushing to say like, oh, okay, well, let's get together on Thursday or let's get together on Saturday and they keep putting you off under normal circumstances, then you're like red flag, you're a pen pal or a fuck boy or girl, whatever. Clearly you're not, you have no intentions of meeting ever. So off the list you go. But in this scenario, you can't, see anyone or at least you're not supposed to and we if you are you're obviously an idiot yeah we recommend against that highly yeah we please don't let's (laughs) flatten the curve people um but laura you know what's funny is i would you know what i would call those people are cheaters because why the fuck else would you be meeting up these people you're obviously like hiding and you're in a relationship or something and just using social media or sorry these online dating services for ego boost or something like what the hell who wouldn't want to meet up and fuck well i don't know i mean i <laughs> definitely wouldn't say <laughs> that they're cheaters for sure i well, think then that there's people that just need the d and the p like i don't know like these but then why not they're gonna go well that's what i'm saying that they probably will um oh like if you're referring to the pen pal thing yeah I think it's more of an ego boost. Like, it's a confidence thing. It makes them feel good that they can talk to all these different people and get their attention and get their time, but never actually, like, deliver on anything. Never actually come through on what they're saying. Yeah. So they don't have to. I don't know these people personally. (laughs) Um, Thanks for speaking for these, you know, maybe or maybe not real people no I've heard of this these situations I've been told about them but it's like I'm sure they meet up with a very select few but I think there's a lot of people it's just leading someone on but through a screen like people do have been doing that forever like whether you actually meet up and you kind of like just go for coffee or go for a drink but nothing actually ever happens and you're not you're non-committal you never actually like say like what we are you know ever label any relationship you're in the friend zone all the time. Like it's the same kind of thing. But when you get to be like that pen pal person, you're just sucking people's time. You're wasting their time. And I guess those people get like a boost of confidence because it's like, oh, well, they're taking the time on me. And I don't know if they're like sociopathic where they're like, oh, but I know that I'm never going to give anything back. And they just play this game. Well, that's why I think that they're, probably cheaters because they can't meet up you know they can't well, go and i don't get think the, that's the case well i think cheaters it just makes no sense if you're a you cheater just, then you are meeting up with these people probably okay well sorry you're a, an emotional cheater or something because why wouldn't you just if you're getting all that ego boost why and all you 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 want to waste your time that's fine why wouldn't you get the ultimate goal i don't know because maybe that's not what it is for them i guess some people probably just get off knowing that they have interest out there people are like willing to give them their time i don't know if everybody needs like the sexual satisfaction of it again i don't know these people personally but like i think there is buckets for all types of individuals and from what i've been told about pen pals like this is kind of their whole like (laughs) vibe (laughs) you know what we should we should look for a pen pal expert 
on the and we have should. them on the show and really get to the bottom of this because this is the great debate. But, we should uh, have Ace. She'll she would know for sure. She's like yeah, boy pen we'll, pal expert. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have to revisit with our previous experts and to to really understand what's, what their motivations. <laughs> These are the great dilemmas of the world that we strive to solve. Yeah. Anyways, you um, people want to know. We know you want to. You want these answers. Yeah. No. Um, but I can only imagine like what kind of like pickup lines are being spewed out right now. Oh, I'm sure there's a whole coronavirus section. You know, a whole coronavirus themed pickup lines and conversation and and all that. Uh, well, that's pretty much all that anyone's talking about. As it is, so I'm sure that yeah, especially for strangers on these dating sites, it's no exception. Like, hey, baby, will you be my corona to my virus? Or <laughs> or my initial thought was like, hey, baby, are you corona-free or free for corona or something? <laughs> oh, God, I suck. <laughs> don't, don't. I mean, I guess some people could turn that into a pickup line when and hopefully soon this is all over. Yeah, something like that. It's like I'm out of quarantine and ready for you. Like all of the anti-isolation or post-isolation pickup lines. <laughs> all of your lines sound like they should be on, on a kid's Valentine's Day card. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out of the game for a minute, y'all. <laughs> I mean, I haven't barely, but I still suck at that. I anyway. also didn't have to have pickup lines in my day. So. Ow, ow! <laughs> <laughs> damn girl <laughs> telling it how it is it's funny because like most people are like okay well i hope this person doesn't have an std and that's the shit you had to worry about like herpes and chlamydia and all the other crap crabs i don't know whatever well, else you is still out there. have to worry about this i know but now you just have to add to it like now it's like okay check oh. check check but do you have the coronavirus oh i thought you're going back into but are you a pen pal but are you uh a going into like all the dating of of this yeah exactly. well you might as well add that to the list well, too no, that's, yeah exactly what i was gonna say before yeah it was just simple things like are you std riddled but now it's like all the mental games that people play in this in this social media age of dating and now it's geo <laughs> it's like before like um back in the 1400s like oh do you have the plague <laughs> no do you <laughs> corona <laughs> It's a valid oh, now you're going to have to ask partners. people where they traveled. You're going to have to find out, like, have you been here, here, and here? Like, it's going to be a whole thing because it's not like one day it's all going to be gone. Nobody's going to have it. It's going to be clear, like, all in the same yeah, day, right? Exactly. Like, it's going to be a slow well, process. Get a vaccine. But it, it, yeah. I think it's going to be like, oh, you went to Africa? Like, did you quarantine after? Not even, like, did you enjoy your time? What did you do? It's like, did you quarantine after? Are you safe? Well, you're going to also have to trust people when they say like yeah i isolated for 14 days because i was just in china or la or italy or wherever but like how do you know they're not lying like that would be a concern of mine well okay because like when my two weeks started isn't going to be the same as when someone else's two weeks started isn't going to be the same as when someone else's two weeks started and then you have to wonder who they've been in contact with and like honestly if you got it and you're a healthy like youngish person like you're probably going to be okay if you don't have underlying respiratory issues like 
all the stuff that they've been talking to us about. But so that means if you get symptoms, like you'll just have to stay in, but you've already been in contact with people and maybe you've spread it. So like it's, it's something that you are going to have to take seriously. I think if you are in the dating world, because we don't know when this is going to end. And if you have traveled or are with someone who has traveled, we don't know what that country or place has been like for the past weeks or whatever. So it's all, it's going to be something that follows like the dating world around for a long time. Yeah. This is like, cuffing season on crack this is quarantine season folks it's a whole new story and (laughs) you really gotta i guess you really gotta screen your your partners and and uh who you're spending time with in general which is the scary part it's not just who you sleep with anymore um and that's probably why people are spending a lot of time alone aka um masturbating alone well if you are alone, then what else are you going to do? You think it's at a, a, a an all-time high at this point? I 100% think it's at an all-time high. Yeah. I think that, I mean, you're flooded with, like, social media about that. And, I mean, you really can only watch so much Netflix. Like, I know, and- I'm learning the hard way. <laughs> You can only scroll social media for so long until you, like, have reached the end of Instagram. Watched every single story more than once. Oh, I know. It's, I, you know, I never feel like a more, uh, a bigger loser, a more, like, waste case ever is when Instagram repeatedly tells me you're all caught up. Like, fuck. Get off. Like, you follow enough people to never get caught up get a life that's a that's thing it tells you that yes oh my god don't even tell me you don't know about that so <laughs> you've reached the end of the gram <laughs> you're all caught up you've seen everything it's like what the fuck oh my god i've never in my life seen that i did not know exist i just learned something new today okay well unfortunately i'm the loser that had to explain that to you for one and for two okay <laughs> just be grateful you've never scrolled through Instagram for long enough to, to see it all. I Anyways. think my eyes would like fall out of my head if I did that. Well, to be fair, I try to keep my followers on my personal account pretty low. And um, I mute a lot of people. So to be fair, I'm probably not exposed to as much as a lot of people. But I mean, at this point, I'm just trying to grasp at straws here. Well, and also with you know, the masturbation is, and again, very lucky to be in this, this time of technology is at least people can uh, FaceTime and sex. Yeah, I'm sure that Apple is going to record the highest number of FaceTime calls in the history of FaceTime as well. Actually, I did hear that Facebook did record the ultimate amount of Facebook like messenger calls that it's ever seen. Well, it's funny because obviously I'm an Apple girl. I'm always FaceTiming, but since this started, I've been messenger calling with the like face. I, I just call it all FaceTime, but messenger calling, uh, WhatsApp FaceTiming and then normal FaceTiming. I've been utilizing all the um, platforms to talk to all the different people. Um, but I, I have yet to FaceTime and sex, so 
Um, maybe we'll have to rely on everyone else's stories for that. Well, I mean, I'm sure because you are actually able to spend time with your partner, you probably don't need to do that a whole lot. Like that is something I will never be doing under quarantine or isolation because (laughs) you just develop, you develop a pen pal who you sex. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine. I swear quarantine made me do it. (laughs) but no (laughs) yeah i i think that like people's phones are probably like melting because they're so hot from spending so much time on a facetime call of some sort right like just because you're in isolation or under quarantine doesn't mean you have to become celibate oh my god i know and like i said we're very fucking lucky like imagine this happened you know even five, 10 years ago when we didn't have all this connectability. Um, we, and like you said, a lot of people are very lucky enough to be able to work. And, you know, for a lot of people and in a lot of parts of, of life, things are able to, to keep going. And I am feeling very grateful that I, we have the time to connect with friends and I, you know, it's not face to face, but it's still spending time together and catching up and, uh, I am finding our conversations are uh, a little more kind of monotonous than usual, like <laughs> getting into the, the fine details because that's pretty much all we have going for us right now. You know, like, well, there's no stories so, to tell. Like, what did you do today? Uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's literally catching up on like, so what did you eat for dinner and how did you cook that? Like things I would never give a fuck and about. And what did you do on the you know, weekend? Normally. Same thing I did all week. <laughs> Sit in my damn house. Well, I know, and that's what it really is, but especially for the daily calls, like, we're, it's, it, yeah, there's a lot less to check in on, but you still find things to talk about, and hey, look, you and I talk all the time, and I taught you something today, so. Oh, exactly. You're welcome. You know, a statistic that I'd be interested to see, too, is, like, how the downloads on, like, Pornhub and stuff have gone like they're probably through the roof too, like just a thousand times the normal downloads daily, especially oh, yeah. for people that aren't able to get out there and meet their Bumble and Tinder dates because, you know, social distancing's a thing. Um, Lauren, I just have to tell you that even if you were out there meeting your Bumble dates, you'd probably still be looking at porn. Um, but yeah, no, the one thing I will say is being quarantined with someone hugely decreases my Pornhub viewing time. Well, there you go. But if you're not quarantined with somebody, that is going to I would be watching it every day. (laughs) All day, every day. Oh, God. (laughs) What? Well, maybe not so dramatically, but I'm sure I can can guarantee it would probably be more... Oh, God. (laughs) You'd slide that into your daily routine. Oh, okay. It's my I, oh, one hour of Pornhub time. Uh, after lunch, I yeah. sit down and have well, a good masturbation and uh, some Pornhub. <laughs> I'm in my head when I'm thinking, you know what? I think I should do some good masturbation right now. <laughs> some <laughs> good masturbation. Yeah. It's not really how I think about it, but, um, you know, it's a general premise right there. But it's funny because everyone keeps telling me, you know, get an act, a, an actual schedule, like write it down, like, okay, wake up at this time every day, you know, from this time to this time, breakfast, you know, whatever, do all the stuff, work out, I should, 
put some a good masturbation hour on there. <laughs> well, you know, we are creatures of habit, so we do like structure yeah. and routine. <laughs> I think it'll benefit me. Everyone else should kind of uh, take that for their for their uh, schedule too. Why not <laughs> take a tip from Jess? Well, speaking of tips, speaking we of tips, give some tips, yeah. <laughs> Um, definitely from a perspective of being in a relationship, like one thing that I have found that's been fun is because you can't just sit there and watch hours and hours and hours and hours of TV. Like you do have to find other things to do and find other things to do with your partner. So like we busted out a lot of board games and it's actually fun to just like have that like friendly competition and be face to face and it's kind of romantic it's flirty like it's fun and it's not something that we do on the day-to-day so I highly recommend things like that like we played a game of Monopoly and I haven't played Monopoly in I can't even remember how long and it was just like how fun was that it was so fun because it was just like it doesn't matter what happens and it's something different and we just, you know, have some drinks and take over each other's properties and make them pay. <laughs> um, okay, but two things. Yeah, board games it's is fun. That, okay, everyone that I talk to now has just played, like, so many hours of board games, myself included. So it's so funny how, like, when in doubt, we've all reverted back into to board games. And I'm a huge game player. Like, I love board games, card games, so this is fantastic for me, but... I love how you just said, you know, have some drinks because it's like the meme that we posted today on our story on our Instagram about how it's like Vegas up in here. Like everything, there's no rules and drinks are just happening. And At any yeah, time. Well, like, you know, I, like I said before, I'm really trying to make sure that I'm not uh, drinking like crazy because it is like Vegas when there's no work. Like things, who knows what It's will a happen. vacation. Uh, it, yeah, it feels like a vacation, but my boyfriend he like cracked a beer the other day quite early i'm like what the hell i'm like ah fuck it like fuck it well i mean you have to take some like good out of the situation like it is possibly mother nature's way of telling us to just slow the fuck down and like let the earth maybe replenish a little bit heal i don't know i don't think we're gonna be totally shut down for that long um and I really hope not, but uh, it could be a warning. Like, hey, you're fucking up, human race. Like, stop it. No, 100%. And I think that that's kind of like the overarching positive way to look at this. Like, yes, a lot of people are sick. A lot of people have died. That's fucked. That's not good. But maybe this is a way to just slow down personally um with you yourself your family like in your own life but also as a society they're saying that pollution levels are so far down uh lowest than they've been in in decades you know in places like china um and so and a lot of people are saying when they walk outside right now and and that's another thing people have been literally like going for walks enjoying nature so a lot of people are saying that they do see the difference in the air quality and like i don't know if that's just like wishful thinking or like a self-fulfilling prophecy with that but it's nice to think that like we wouldn't have stopped we wouldn't have slowed down as a society ever 
So this is like really halting us in our tracks and, you know, maybe we really needed it. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Whether it's actually doing any good, we don't know for sure yet. I'm sure we will get those statistics, uh, but it is nice to actually get out there. And that's another thing to do with your partner is like go on the hikes and even if you just walked around your neighborhood, obviously stay six feet apart if you come in contact with any other walkers. But um, <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer. Uh, but <laughs> it's it's just it's just different. Like it's something to take you out of your regular routine. Like it is kind of interrupting the nine to five life that so many of us live and just appreciating like your surroundings and what you do have and each other. And I think that's another thing to consider if you are finding that you're arguing a lot or getting into fights with your partner is like, these are ways to deescalate that. Like, Hey, you know what? Let's just get out and get some fresh air. Let's go for a walk or reminding yourself that like you actually love this person so yeah take a minute take a beat and like consider that like be thankful that you have that person in front of you because we're learning not that we didn't already know but like you always sort of connect more when things are like really happening in front of your face in a way and this coronavirus affects everybody like nobody is spared from this like everybody is in the same boat so it's just another thing to just reconsider like life moves so fast like just take a minute and appreciate what you do have and if you are single appreciate that like love yourself love the place that you're in or consider ways to change that when this is all over and like what you want to do and set new goals for yourself like I think that there is a lot of positive that can come from this and just on a whole individually like society um i'm like excited to kind of see what changes do come out of it well that's the thing too i i completely agree with you i think you're onto something with that and um it, and how you said you know if you're single love yourself but also i think this is a good opportunity to really get to know yourself and should you and i've read tons of articles because like i said i am having a hard time staying really motivated and productive uh, but all these articles are really saying is like, um, uh, have your have your schedule and stuff, and then you can maximize this time to to be productive, to come out with an extra skill, to come out, you know, having learned something. This is the time that we never normally get. We are such go go go, such a go 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 society that we never slow down and. And I know that personally, and like, I'm sure, you know, everyone, we live in Toronto, we live in such a, a fast paced city. It's like, it's hard with you have kids and you know, everyone else with their everything that's going on, it's hard to really take it all in. So yes, now is the time to slow down. Now is the time to, to, to not take for granted everything and to have some gratitude as well as um, come out uh, with, with, with something learned. So I think that's the next tip is to to see what you want to take out of this. Yeah. And other things that I'm sure a lot of couples or people have thought about, but never have the time to do or never actually like set time aside to do it is just like cooking. It seems so basic. Like we all know we're all eating. Like I'm not worried about running out of toilet paper. I'm worried about running out of snacks. Um, And that's like (laughs) the the truest (laughs) truth ever. Um, But So it's like 
learn to cook that recipe that you've wanted to do it with a partner or jump on a FaceTime call with your friends and do it together. Like there's something that you would never do. Like at this age, yeah, we, you and I do a lot together. We spend so much time together, but it, we'd never be like, Hey, tonight, why don't we whip up that bread recipe? <laughs> like, I don't even know because I've never even done this, but like the good food box stuff, things like that. Um, another thing that is fun to do with friends, or if you are in a newer relationship is, and you have to FaceTime because you're social distancing, um, is like crack a bottle of wine that you've never tried and try it together or grab a couple, like you're home, you're safe. It's good. Get blackout drunk. It's fine. If you want that person to see you in that state, no one's driving. And we all know liquor stores are an essential business so they're not closing best news i've heard um, in two weeks <laughs> yeah um, i no, think i think they're closing idea, like, on mondays of- but that's it um but yeah on like mondays or monday like mondays like the entire day oh like god <laughs> god why are you saying it so nonchalantly it's breaking fucking news <laughs> well okay. i could be wrong i can breathe fact check me on that okay. but anyway we all you probably have bottles of wine but like something like that like just say like maybe you have never tried red like yeah have a date like this is an opportunity to get really creative whether you're single or not but like creative with your friends creative with partners um creative in your marriage like or your long-term relationships whatever it is like there is a lot of opportunity to discover new things and yeah totally don't just spend it on netflix because yeah it's great and thank god we have that as an option but like this is an opportunity and i think we should see it as as that instead of just focusing on like how terrifying and scary it all is but see it or wasting it on netflix yeah because like when (laughs) that it is a waste absolutely and when are you going to like i don't want this to happen again mostly because it is harmful to humanity but i mean we all say like oh i wish i had one more week of vacation or i wish i got that extra time um at a cottage or i wish i had a longer weekend whatever it was we all say it and then when we are presented with some form of that option we often waste it like when you're like oh i have a friday off an extra long weekend what do you do with it really Nothing. You Netflix on it. Exactly. <laughs> and I know that's a lot of ways people need to just like decompress because if you are recharge yeah. all week, like you need that day to just like literally do nothing. Like I need to sloth it out on my couch pretty much every Sunday afternoon on like and then start all over again Monday. But I am appreciating the little things. I am appreciating like just laying with my kids in bed or, you know, really helping them with their schoolwork. So like, and I'm not trying to make this like corny at all or like sappy, but like it is something that we don't do as a society. Like we just don't invest that quality time because we don't have it. And because we only, we make priority of things that are what we want. Right. Like, if you don't consider it important because you're like, oh, well, I'll do that another day or like they're still going to be there or my friend. Like it's a whole thing of like you don't know what you've got till it's gone kind of thing. And this yeah. is a good reminder that like 
take this time. Use it in a positive well, way. And like you said, I just, I do think that this is, and and I say this like really, I fucking hope it is a once in a lifetime thing. Um, you know, I really hope we're not going through this more often. It's obviously, you know, yearly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, you're right. And I think, you know, what? Uh, one more tip to, to help you uh, not kill your spouse or partner is to remind yourself that hopefully this will be over soon. Um, you do love your family. <laughs> All those things. Because even though, yeah, we're saying that you should uh, show gratitude for this time and use it productively, like, obviously, that's easier said than done. Um, so, yeah, I... I think that uh, if you if we just keep a positive mindset and stay calm, for fuck's sake, I think that's one thing that needs to be expressed more. Everyone needs to stay calm still because regardless of the truth of what's happening, of, of how many you know people are cases or whatever, the, the panic is not going to be helpful. You know? Mass panic has never resulted in positive outcomes. So no. absolutely no. stay fucking calm, people. Yeah, that's one. That's our biggest tip. And positive. Stay calm and positive. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I hope that we gave you guys some something comic relief, um, an hour to yourself, uh, maybe some tips that you didn't think about on what to do with a relationship. Like you could do little picnics and stuff too, FaceTime or in person, just camp out in your living room, whatever. Uh, but there is a lot of things that you can do and be creative. And that's, you know, all that we really wanted to get out of this episode was just to kind of like help refocus. We needed it for ourselves. Um, so yeah. hopefully if any of you listeners <laughs> needed it, it did provide that. And everybody just send positive vibes to the universe and hope this ends very soon. And when it does though, don't forget some of the things you learned and practiced while you were in it. I think that about does it. So follow us on Instagram at perspective underscore podcast. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. And please rate, review, and subscribe. We definitely want to hear from our listeners. Like, tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. And yeah slide into our dms anytime too thanks guys bye bye, bye.